DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. What's going on, everybody out there? Uh, every week, I do this with my homeboy, my partner, my dog, kid, the chief. He What's good, y'all? Your man, Rozelle Jr., what's good? How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? Everybody out there, hope y'all had a great one. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving, dog? It was straight, man. It's the in-law stuff. That's the that's the side of the family we chose to to kick it with this for this holiday. And then negotiations are starting for Christmas time, so <laughs> it's straight. Is that how it is? Is that how you gotta like? Is it a, is it a competition? Do you really care where you go? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I, I care, but um. I guess not intensely, and I think that we tend to procrastinate since we don't gotta fly nowhere to see our family. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah like it's a it's a one, it's like an hour and a half drive max, depending on the day. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean that's why it's never a big thing, but I I like to plan. So what's important for me is knowing where I'm going, because I don't like the day before be like, all right, let's go here. Well, maybe we'll go here, and then we'll do the other thing. I'm like, nah, you tell me. Where we're going, or we decide on where we're going, so I can mentally prepare for that shit. Because I'm not a well-adjusted person. Like I can't just <laughs> on the fly. I'm not. A guy. I can't just on the fly be like, "Oh, we seen our parents today." But oh, they get ready for this shit. And start throwing tantrums. <laughs> you got. And it's not even because I'm, I'm being made to do something I don't. Well, that's part of it. I'm being made to do something I don't want to do. It's more so not when I wanted to do it. What you mean? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> like I'm, I'm talking about, like the day of. Oh, let's go see this person or that person. I'm like, oh, we didn't plan. This shit ain't in my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh. start getting a headache from it. <laughs> yeah, because you know, now I'm not even gonna say you know. For me, it's I plan like in my head. I visualize my day. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna rent the live action Lion King. I'm going to watch that shit for two hours. I'm going to take a 20-minute nap. And then as soon as some other plan comes in there, I just see all my plans start crumbling in my mind. Literally crumbling. (laughs) Shit looking like a croissant. Just crumbling in my mind. I can't take it. (laughs) Yeah, so that was my Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) How was your shit? Uh, It was cool, man. It was cool. I got to go see my parents. Uh... I haven't done that in a while, so uh, it was cool. It was definitely cool. I uh, got to go to New York City. I haven't done that in a while, so it was, uh, and that was nice. It was a nice experience just to be down there. It was cold, but you know what I mean. Felt like felt like old times. Yeah, nice to see the new you real said it was estate. Cold? Uh, yeah, a little nippy. You live in upstate New York, man. <laughs> a little nippy. <laughs> all right, all right. Colder um, than upstate? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think it was just cold everywhere that night. But um, okay. No, it was cool. My, I brought my daughter with me. You know what I mean. So she got to hang out with the grandparents. It was it was alright. It was a cool experience. Definitely got to make that trip more often. Um, you know, just to show my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, let me see what else. What else is going on, man? Shit's about to be the end of the year. About to be Christmas coming up. Um, New Year's resolutions. You got any? Got any in mind so far? You know what I mean, I like I like to start mine early. Like I like to start mine from December. That way by January's I gotta run and start. You know what I mean? It ain't no yeah. no January first shit. But um so I've been working on trying to get a little more organized with everything I've been doing. Um 
in terms of everything, honestly, my whole life. Just stop being a live by the whim rock star lifestyle frat boy that I've been living. <laughs> just fucking let's let's get let's have some order and uh some uh You think you've been living that way? Like kinda Mentally, mentally. Not not like I mean, you know, like I obviously I, I have an apartment that it takes responsibility to to maintain. I have a vehicle, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I like I I have, I'm fully aware of my responsibilities and what I need to do mm-hmm. on a um daily basis to uh, maintain that type of stuff. But in other things, in other areas like clutter and things like that, I definitely um like like I can exist in clutter. You know what I mean? Because I can see the I can see the organization in the clutter if that makes sense. But I mm-hmm. but I, I just imagine if I'm more organized, I would be. Unstoppable, you know what I mean? I right, right, right. Why not? Why not? Um, enhance my my chances. Yeah, I want to lose weight, but that's not for me. Uh, a New Year's resolution, a good one, should be pretty specific. So that's not specific enough. So I have to figure out how I want to do it. What's, what's the number? What's the uh, what? Yeah, what's the number? What's the time frame? Do I want to? You know, how much do I want to lose in the first? Let's just say three months or. But more so, moreover, like the activity and what's going to lead up to that. So, um, I'm, I'm cutting out red meat. I started that that already, but that's not really a resolution. That's just a an adjustment I'm making. So I figure that out. That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, I got I got some projects I want to start. Um, a big one for this this year, 2019, and we'll we'll get more into this as the end of the year comes along. But um, like I wanted to find a new job, and um, I didn't. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's like a failed goal or failed resolution, but I definitely tried, you know what I mean, and put myself yeah. out there. And it's a matter of uh, just continuing to do that. Because actually this year, more than any, I've started to have, uh, cause I used to work a lot, right? You know what I mean? I used to have to mm. do a lot of overtime and on my days off, I'd be going there. And then on my time off, I'd be tired from there, you know what I mean? So right. um, I haven't done as much overtime this year, you know what I mean? So I've been enjoying my, my days off and um, really experiencing life outside of work. Which makes me want to leave there even more, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so uh, that's really that's really something that I want to push in 2020. Like I definitely wanted to be my weekends to be free, you know what I mean? By by you know, so I got my Sundays to watch football. By the time football season started, you know what I mean? So it was like all of that, I, I kind of feel like I flopped that. But I'm still proud of myself for definitely putting myself out there, making myself uncomfortable and trying. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. Um, and I'm not big on moral victories, but definitely, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I got a little bit of momentum to actually accomplish the goal in 2020. Okay. Um, yeah, but, and I, I think a boy as time comes. Everything, it's all self-improvement stuff that you know, you know what I mean? And it's not, it shouldn't just be January 1st that you want to do. I want to read more books. Like you said, I want to lose weight. I want to get in better shape. It's all baby steps, though, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't started having, like, full-blown workouts, but in the crib, I just I'll just start banging out the weights for, like, maybe 25 minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or push-ups Or you know what I mean Something like that But I do want to get back To 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 like You know what I mean Having good workouts And shit like that And really pushing myself So it's, it's all It's all You know what I mean The same stuff every year It's just a matter of Keeping it up for 12 months I guess Yeah exactly So And, and that's why I didn't want to I don't like Quote unquote Lose weight As a, as a resolution Because it's like Can I make that Into a lifestyle You know what I'm saying Like exactly. let's say I do lose it in three months Or even It's possible to do it In let's say You know 60 days or something like that or 50 days but then what happens after that so as far as like having clear cut rules for how how I want to live in the year and beyond that that's good man definitely like yeah yeah cause a lot of people I think that's what fucks a lot of people up just the mentality of this is a resolution and by the time February by the time uh, was it Valentine's Day comes around I might think about no damn resolutions <laughs> you Word. know what I'm saying 
word. Like, so the books thing, like for, for me, the books thing was that's something that I don't really care or I don't mind not having that as a lifestyle. I don't want to read all the time, but I like periods where I, I just have an infusion of knowledge, you know what I'm saying, or, or an infusion of insight or whatever, because that, that could carry for a long way. Like if you read 10 books in 2020, for the next five years, you'll be thinking differently than you would have thought had you not read them books. Mm-hmm. So that's why that I don't care for lifestyle. But something like health is important. Like I'm, I'm about to start looking into um, life insurance. I don't have my own life insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting older too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and right it gets more that. expensive. Mm. Think about it. <laughs> uh, this, I got I to gotta drop some good news. You know what I mean? We're back on the podcast. We took, took a little uh, week off, you know what I mean, for the holiday. But we're back here. And um, in that time, bro, some good news. Then came across my timeline and and in in the in the form of Carmelo Anthony, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> he's out there. I don't know if back anyone with Lala. No, I don't, I don't Is know. Is he back? <laughs> <laughs> he having the best week ever. <laughs> <laughs> um nah, but he's uh he's back on the in the NBA, uh back on the Portland Trailblazers. Um his you know what I mean? His first his first couple games he's a little rusty, you know what I mean? He wasn't looking like hoodie mellow out there. Mm-hmm. But definitely stepped it back up to the point where he's uh got Western Conference player of the week. He's got his uh, contract fully guaranteed. Um, and this is a man who, who couldn't get signed by NBA team, what, a couple months ago? You know what I mean? So it, it's, it, it just goes to show you how, for some reason in this country, like people like to build people up, break them down, and then build them back up. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's like the arc that we like to do with people. And um, that, that, so, I mean, that makes a good story, right? Like, I think it's mostly the media when we think about the, um, this country. The media or whatever, if you run like in a small circle, let's say a school or some kind of workplace, that's like a, a mini, like a microcosm of the American media mm-hmm. that you want to create this narrative of or for someone. So even if it's like some coworker and the coworker kind of, they just stick to doing a job and they don't really like talking to nobody and they don't go to the happy hours, you'd be like, man, that person's stuck up and this is wrong with them and that's wrong with them. But then they become cool. So then, you know, that's the next part of the story. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for Carmelo, I feel like that kind of thing is, is happening, but he's famous, so it's happening on a large scale with the American media. Yeah, yeah. And, and we, I mean, the world might like to do that. You know what I mean? That might be the story of, of any great story. You know what I'm saying? Like, Meek Mill, you're looking at it now. I think Fab had a line on his new mixtape. I saw his new album um, where he was like, you know what I mean? Meek was catching L's, then he was in championships. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 it's, it's, it's that's how we do we 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 kind of beat people up and then once they come back we like we we glad to see them back though you know what I mean it's not like was because because what my thing with Carmelo what I really could understand was why it was so uh, widespread and universal this like kind of disdain and this kind of like we're done with Carmelo mentality in the NBA I, I think it came a little bit from his um, comments about not really sounding willing to come off the bench you know what I mean. And the media. Well, his his mentality wasn't catching up with his reality as far as like his body and stuff. Correct. Correct. We look at LeBron. I think LeBron James changed our, our perception of reality. LeBron James like thirty four years old, right, or thirty five, somewhere around there. I think he turned thirty five either this like this month or soon. You know what I mean? None of the. Uh, I think pretty much none of the people that he was drafted with is stars now. Some of them might be playing, but none of them are stars. You know what I'm saying? Or at least in the spotlight. People, mm-hmm. when you look at people he was drafted with, I think that's when you remember how old he was. Like, to me, Rajon Rondo, 
I'm like, oh, they brought him in for some veteran, you know, whatever, bench locker room guy. And, you know, he could even be like an old head to LeBron James. I'm like, oh, shit, LeBron James actually, he was drafted before Rajon Rondo. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you forget don't, how you old he is because he's yeah. still so able. Mm-hmm. Killing it. So Doing Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. yeah. Carmelo Anthony, his decline is, it, it, it wasn't extraordinary. It's just that he was, the thing is that he was really good. But then he just started to become old. Like, <laughs> life happens. Time happens. And that that's what's going on. It was weird to see. But I think the sad part is that he didn't see it. I don't know how he couldn't feel that, you know, that he wasn't getting slower. That he's just gonna have to take on a new role. For me, it's kind of like a "How dare you?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like Shaquille O'Neal came off the bench. Dwayne Wade came off the bench. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like greats. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm pretty sure Kobe came off the bench in like his last seat. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, uh, nah, Kobe ain't coming off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come off the bench, but he played five minutes and then got back on the bench and iced, iced his knees. Yeah, well, yeah, that, yeah. That. I mean, he, yeah, in, you in know what I'm saying? practice, he was pretty much a, a six man sort of. Yeah, but um, so it's like, but, yo, these is greats that yeah. that that were able to humble themselves in the moment. You know what I mean? And it's like. Bro, you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's just, that's the, you know what I mean? And, and I'm not to, you know, maybe he didn't think of himself, maybe he thinks of himself as bigger than those people, but it's just like, come on, dog. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. But even to make this less less of a sports podcast, I think the cool part of the story, regardless of what the media try to mold it into, is what it's done for his self-esteem or how his personal story arc, not how we see it, but how he saw it, as far as he was about to just quit and be like, you know what, this ain't meant to be, and then... He kind of, he kind of stuck with stuck with it long enough mm-hmm. for a team to pick him up, and regardless of how you know all the twenty point stuff. I mean, honestly, it's whatever. I feel as if Carmelo's Carmelo Anthony is scoring that many points on the team that that team's not good anyway. That's just how I feel about it. And mm-hmm. the drill play, the Blazers aren't good, but um, just his that 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 part of his story of his him redeeming his self esteem. I think that's really dope. No, well, did Trailblazers go to like the Western Conference Finals last year? Yeah, last year. <laughs> that was last year <laughs> when the Golden when the Golden State Warriors were still killing shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was all that good was just a week year. ago. Um, no, nah, no, nah, and then uh, yeah, shout out to Carmelo, like you said though, because um, he did tell Rachel Nichols he was thinking about retirement if he didn't get picked up by a team, and and shit like that is inspirational. You know, that's why I watch sports. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I seen a team beat Duke the other day that had like a a one percent chance of beating them. You know what I mean? And they did it. You know what I mean? They pulled it off. Like that's what we watch for for that one percent. See if we get. You know what I mean? If the impossible can happen, because then we, right. we try to apply it to our own lives. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's so those that's inspirational moments, you know what I mean. So shout out to Carmelo. Definitely hope he has continued success, and uh, and keep it going. You know what I mean. Oh, yo, Keith, you know what I wanted to mention, bro? It is a it is a what a time to be alive. That's a new segment I want to have for this show. What a time to be alive. Where I where I look at what's going on today and just I'm just happy about it, bro. You know what I mean? So many people find things to complain about and grind what grinds their gears. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit like that. I'm I'm finding something to be happy about. And this is my what a time to be alive moment. Cause for years I've spoken to you, maybe in private conversation, also in public conversation, about how I don't like how rappers view their art form as like a age sensitive kind of uh art form. You know what I mean? Like Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rhymes about oh you 40 and you rapping you know what I mean you are gonna be a rapper when you 40 blah 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 and I always thought that was stupid because like Willie Nelson is making 
music to this day, probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck he it. Yeah. And I, he, he he quit smoking weed because it was, um, he felt it was fucking up his health. But he's it, like in his mid to late 80s. Did he really quit smoking weed? That's dope. I, 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 yeah, he just, yeah, he just quit because, okay. like, he said he was having felt like he was having breathing problems and all that stuff so mm. he wanted he because he wants to keep performing but anyway yeah what you saying yeah but yeah, exactly but guns and roses uh reunion tours uh fucking rolling stone you know what i mean all these aerosmith these guys still perform and they still do things love what and how old is steven tyler you know what i mean <laughs> so it's like why should rappers not be allowed to to do what they do and it, not even rappers it's a hip-hop art form you know what i mean and I remember, I think it's a beautiful time in my water time to be a live moment is like that Nelly and, and TLC, I remember a couple months ago, had did a tour, you know what I mean? And they're still performing, going, they're not, I don't know any new music from Nelly nor TLC, not to say they're not making it, but you know what I mean? The fact that they could still go out there and make money off their catalog is dope. Salt and Pepper, they were up here performing. I believe they're about to drop a new, um, uh, 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 a new series about them. Um, just like, I'm happy to see that these rappers and these performers, these hip hop uh, stars are still able to. And the thing that brought to my attention was your man Amarion. I don't know if you know, he has like a tour called the Millennium Tour. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think that's dope. Because one of the craziest things that I remember was when we were growing up, these dudes were like the biggest thing, right? Um, What were they? B2K, right? Right. Like they were making like millions, like killing shit. Um, so the fact that Omarion is still able to put on his own tours, I think that's, that's, that's a, uh, that, that just shows his uh, longevity in the game. You know what I mean? Whether yeah, it's, nah, it's dope. Whether it be like irrelevant, people still working. Yeah, yeah, because he still has that fan base. So you know, he drops the Millennium Tour, and um, so what was going? I think it was him and Bow Wow. I guess are the headliners. Um, the Ying Yang Twins, Pretty Ricky, Soldier Boy, Lloyd, and Sammy. Well, uh, were the lineup, and they just added Ashanti to it, which I think is pretty dope. You know that's the that's the sometimes it feels weird. It makes you wonder what your parents felt like when Earth, Wind, and Fire came back. Like, yeah, we're gonna be at the Beacon Theater. We're gonna be at the Beacon Theater, boy. Like in the nineties, and they were like that excitement they had. I'm like, man, these people like they dropped their last album twenty years ago. Why you hype? And like, I, I guess that's the feeling they're going after. And now I'm that audience that is like, oh, words is uh, Chingy, <laughs> Chingy is having a concert. <laughs> Word <laughs> right <Why>? there, <laughs> Black Rob is gonna be up in there. Uh, G Dep is out of prison. He going he on parole. He gonna perform too. I, I guess right. I, I, yeah. yeah, like that's how to be the closest thing. Cause I got a I, that lineup wasn't doing much for me. I was like, yeah. Um, Lloyd is a pretty good performer, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, I, but other than that, I mean, I guess Amarion got some dance moves. You know the type <laughs> of venues that they're gonna be playing at. Ah oh, shit! I haven't seen anything yet, but I know they, they oh, said tickets are well, on tour. Yeah, but they could get a, a medium sale, arena or like part of an arena. I think they could they could get them. They don't got to sell it out. They just got to get enough people. Like maybe you know fill like eighty five percent of the seats. Maybe not fill the top the top sections, mm -hmm. and they could have a, a nice showing when they go go on tour. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying and now they added Ashanti. I think that gives them a little bit of like I was saying the 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 um the lineup was a little. Uh, to me at first, but Ashanti like brings it to a whole other level. You know what I mean? The lineup is uh, today, but when you go when you go to show up to them shits, like it's the, the energy be crazy, and whoever's nah, organizing the tour, I wouldn't doubt but, it. I yeah, with all it. them people, there's enough. There's enough effort going around. No, no one of them could probably hold down a concert on their own, but 
all of them combined, each of them getting maybe 45 minute, 30 minute set, they could do some things there and it could be pretty exciting. Because imagine going to one of them concerts and you hear one of your favorite shits when for that was playing on Hot 97 when your parents is dropping you to school <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> what you hear in the morning show, you hear Ashanti singing that shit live. That shit is cool. One time I went to an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert um, with a coworker. This must have been like shit, like eight years ago, something like that. And I don't know shit about Earth, Wind, and Fire, but the concert was dope. Like the energy in there was bananas. And I don't know them. So imagine if you know somebody, you hear Soldier Boy, you know, doing a dance and everything. <laughs> in the, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the Soldier Boy. In the Soldier Boy. Think, consider this. Think about how long Chris Brown has been in the game. Yo, Chris Brown's been in the game hella long, bro. He, still, he still could dance. You know what I'm saying? He ain't flipping off the vert like he used to. But with a little run and start, he'll do a couple backflips. Oh, yeah. I was, yo, it, it was crazy because I was, um, I was, I was hanging with this, this young lady the other day, and um, Chris Brown's song came on, and I was like, oh, yeah, you remember when this song came out? <laughs> I was like, yo, it was running or something, the shit with Joel Santana, and I was like, yeah, you remember when this shit came out? She definitely looked at me like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Man, I was like, what? The ultimate, the ultimate old nigga line. You remember this? You don't know nothing about this guy, yo. It's Chris Brown. Yo. <laughs> Chris Brown and Jewel Santana. Wow. I was like, damn, is this is this old school? <laughs> is that what it is? And it definitely was playing, it definitely was playing during the old school hours shit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. But yeah, uh, that's old school even for me, man. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have I mean, I, I don't know how young this lady was, but I mean I definitely wouldn't expect her to know that. It's some borderline shit where it's like that, that where it's like the changing up the guard type shit, but Chris Brown and Joel Santana. Remember that remember that song that Chris Brown song, Yo? That shit yeah. was big. That was a that was a banger. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that shit might it should transcend time. That was a banger. And the video was a banger too. <laughs> That shit, but yo, that shit's like the same. It's like the same time era too. It's like same album. Yeah, it's a debut album. But yo, you want to talk about longevity in the game, man? Happy birthday to the uh, the God Jehovah, <laughs> Jay Z, fifty years old, and 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 excellent branding on making a song title with his birthday on it, so the world forever remembers his birthday. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant <laughs> on December fourth. You know what I mean? Made, made, was, damn, they made it a holiday. It's the Jay Z day. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Some states don't even celebrate Martin Luther King Day, but they they'll celebrate Jay Z Day. Most rappers got to die to get their day remembered. He he out here rocking on every fourth. So shout out. I got friends who birthdays I don't remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's excellent. But yo, let's, let's speak about it though. Let's talk on it, man. Like, um, he he apparently just allowed his uh catalog to be released on Spotify. Um, in in celebration of his 50th birthday, and uh, a few months ago he actually had it released on Apple Music. Um, a lot of people didn't even know that too. We were just putting Keith onto that, so definitely uh, go out there and check that out. Um, I guess he yanked most of his uh albums off the off his uh what was it Spotify in 2017 just to have have them for title. Um, titles numbers ain't really as big as Spotify's numbers because I mean in 2016 title had three million customers. Spotify reported 113 million customers last quarter alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's a big difference. So why not have more people hear your music? 
Um, so shout out to in celebration of Jay Z's 50th birthday, Spotify users. You know, you can now listen to his album. I've been listening. I feel like on Apple Music, I've been listening to his joint for a while. I didn't know Spotify had just got it back. Um, but uh, yeah, what, like what? You have any? Fa- you have a favorite Jay Z song, Keith? Favorite? Oh. Favorite. If you had to pick one, man. I like "Come and Get Me." I think it's an album cut. You know what I mean? It's a B side, mm-hmm. but it's it, it was it's a tough song. The beat changes up a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was at the time when Rockefeller was like a a, a team. You know what I mean? And it was it was it was cool. It was a nice little little joy from him. What's the title of the song that goes one million, two million, three million, four? Oh, uh, was that, that's not public. You don't, service, no. you, don't, you, don't know, you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know. That's probably my favorite song. Like it'll always get me pumped, no matter what mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. But I do have Jay Z songs for different for different um, you know moods or phases in my life. I remember I went through a bad breakup, and I was just playing regrets on on repeat. <laughs> over, <laughs> over. Not even song cry. <laughs> Not even song cry. It was regrets, <laughs> as if I lost a homeboy in, in a. <laughs> In the drug game, but the, but the lyrics. If you just replace it with like all the shits about you know some a gunman. If you replace gunman with the word um, filthy filthy bitch, like that would be a dope breakup song. <laughs> I like. Fact, uh, I played it from. I played it for all. I played it for all my breakups from probably the age of like maybe nineteen twenty up until. The, the very last breakup that I had. So I hope to God I never hear that song again. Because <laughs> okay, at this point in my life, I shouldn't ever hear it. That shit come on the radio, Keith. Maybe maybe up. one more time. Maybe one more time on my deathbed. Like, they just play it. Just, just, just play that one more time for me, please. Yo, they, um, I was trying to tell, like, like some, uh, uh, I was trying to tell a, a female, matter of fact, the other day about, jay-z's albums like how reasonable doubt was so ahead of its time you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and when i came out i was like was dude using big ass words <laughs> i want to hear some i want to hear a sample where that diddy shit at you know what i mean yeah. like, he wasn't even diddy back then. he was puff daddy you know yeah. what i'm saying where that puff daddy shit at man let me get some samples on this shit this, this brother got some old depressing piano line uh beats and shit like that yeah <laughs> take it easy with telling talking to young young women about no nah, uh, she wasn't even uh, young this was old a, this a different oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's a, okay. it a different female like but she just she knew jay-z is popular but she didn't get why he's the greatest you yeah. know what I mean? And I'm trying to like break it down to her. I'm thinking she gonna she gonna be like, oh yeah 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 I remember that shit. But I guess she wasn't into the, nah, <laughs> the I mean, like that. But it's hard talking about what what music is is the best. It's, it's it's almost as bad as talking about politics and religion. Yeah yeah, because they can't get because someone else can't get your experiences from it. Like I remember sneaking and taking my sister's cassettes. <laughs> you know what I mean to hear um, Jay Z albums. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like that's all that's a whole different experience to me. Yeah, and and to your sister at the time, she probably even probably even feel like she's you know because she's older, probably even feel like Jay Z was the best. She's like, yeah, he's pretty good. This new young guy is pretty, he's pretty nice. <laughs> but uh, that tribe called Quest, they're the greatest. Exactly. Oh, shit, Outcast is big. A lot of shit, bro. Back then, like that, you could never have that feeling to explain it to somebody. Like a lot of people might be like, "Yo, why is Outcast hot?" You know, because you know they're younger or some shit like that, or they just went into it at the time. It's like I can't explain it to you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you either you either like it or you don't. You know what I mean? Somebody I like somebody listen to Love Below and be like, "What the hell?" You know what I mean? And I'm listening to it like, "Yo, this is the dopest shit ever." Right, and it's all you know what what you're experiencing, right. how you experience it. 
But happy birthday to Jay. Shout out to him still being rele- uh, relevant in the game, still being an uh, inspiration to everything that psh, people are doing in, in more than just hip-hop nowadays, you know what I mean? Yeah, in business. But um, Jay-Z has gotten himself in some trouble, you know what I mean, over over the years. He's, he's a human being, you know what I mean? He's on 444. He's opened up about his infidelity issues and uh, things of that nature. And yeah. he's not the only rapper dealing with it, you know what I mean? Recently, this week, your boy Offset of the Migos gang. <laughs> you know what I mean? He done got himself in some trouble out in these streets. You know what I mean? I don't know if you keep up with it, Keith. But, nope. uh... <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> 35 years old, man. I can't, There's a lot, of, a lot of stuff I don't keep up with and I don't pretend to. Well, there was some leaked. Uh, basically, his DMs were leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some DMs in there where he's, uh... Talking to the woman, a woman named Jade, who is actually the uh, the girlfriend of Takashi Six Nine. Um, well, well let's, let's pause right there. Is Offset the one mar- uh, married to Cardi B? I'm not sure if they're married, but he's the one with Cardi B. Yeah, they, okay. they have a kid together. Um, so that yes, Offset is that young man in uh, in the Migos, and um, I guess there was a direct message to the effect of uh, "Miss you." Fr, you know, like that thing the kids that means for real for the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, which is like, oh, you know, the end of one. Wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I guess Jade was Jade is the one who you know what I mean was putting it out. Um, she posted a video about it, was putting him on blast basically. Um, but Cardi B has come to Offset's defense. You know what I mean? And she's come out and and um, Offset and Cardi B have said that Offset was hacked. You know what I mean? They they still working on um their relationship and she's not gonna jump to any conclusions. Um she said we've been so good, we had a sweet weekend, life is good. That's why I ain't getting no rowdy. <laughs> Simple as that. Okay, love you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is which is cool. I, I don't really want to talk about all and Cardi B. Shout out to them. I hope they make it. I hope he really was hacked, you know what I mean? He ain't out here. <laughs> you hope he was hacked. I hope his <laughs> internet security is hor- horrible. <laughs> Identity gets stolen, and uh, good luck to them. I just hope, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, it really led me to something. The question that like someone posed to me earlier, and maybe it reminded me of it. Like, if you have a female friend, you have, I don't know. I mean, now you're a married man, so it's probably uh, taboo for you to have a like female friends. But in your younger days, there were women that you didn't necessarily want to get with or date, right? And they were your friends, genuinely yeah. your friends, right? Um, now what if you were to see like a guy that they were dating? Out somewhere, out maybe in a supermarket or a restaurant with another woman, um, looking really cozy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like so. The question that was posed to me is: Would you tell your homegirl if you thought her man was cheating, or would guy code kind of take precedent in that situation to a dude you don't even you ain't even friends with? You know what I mean? Guy code, man. That's guy that, code, I, right? <laughs> That's what it's not like. even about. It's not purely about guy code. I mean, that it's a big it's a big part of it, but it's. More about I don't want no parts of that. I want no parts of whatever business that is. Would you tell your male homeboy if you yeah, see it? Of course, you tell, yeah, because because I mean, like, you can't go show up with the homies and I have a good story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you go, if you keep hanging out with your homeboys and then it's been you know, you know, six to ten sessions consecutively that you never had one story to be like, yo, man, that you you. You can't be chilling with us no more. That's why married dudes can't be kicking it with the homeboys like that on the regular. Because married dudes keep showing up with no stories. And they're like, yo, you're not contributing. You got to go. No, no. But would you tell your homeboy 
that his girl is cheating on him. Or oh, you mean if I have a, <laughs> if a, if a female? I thought you sounded but I tell my homeboys just for telling a story. <laughs> Yo, my home, my homegirl get cheated on y'all. Oh, you mean nah, like if I have nah, a homegirl nah, and I see her man out with another girl, would I tell her? The yeah, answer for, for that is no for me. That's yeah. a no for me, dog. But yeah, but would you tell your, would you tell your homeboy if you see his chick out with another with another man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, that's yeah. All right. But um, because a guy code. I'm assuming, or just yeah, like I don't want to. I think I know what you're saying. Like you don't want no parts of that because someone might think I'm trying to get with her, and that's why I'm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I'm hating on her, man. Like yo, this nigga. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. And then honestly, it's, it's messy either way. I don't really want to tell my homeboy, but I feel obligated to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't want to have that awkward conversation because then what happens in either situation is if they end up staying with that person, now it's awkward because I don't know if they told him that I was the one. Who, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like. I guess in the situation you don't really care if your if your homeboy's girl is, is mad at you or ain't feeling you. You know what I'm saying? And like, it depends like, on the circumstance because I do know for for a fact there's certain circumstances that if you're looking for something wrong, meaning that if you see a guy and a girl together, it doesn't necessarily mean that something's, he's fucking her, right? Something's amiss. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even, even if he has a crush on, even if he has a crush on the girl, it doesn't mean anything necessarily so if i just see some kind of coffee meeting or something like that i i can't I, whether it's my my homeboy or my homegirl i can't necessarily just say oh i'm gonna tell them it, that it, yeah because i just know that there's certain circumstances like that yeah maybe you shouldn't be doing it but this is no reason to be you, you wouldn't know, even word it like yo relationship. yeah you wouldn't even word it like yo i'm not saying that anything foul was going on i just wanted to just Honestly, well, once you start it like that, it means that something <laughs> foul is going on. So that's why there's no point. In, I don't want to say this is racist, but uh, but no, because because all right, what if it's a situation? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know if that person seen you, or so now they like yo, you know what I mean? So you like yo, I ran into such and such. He was with a female. I ain't saying nothing, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's yeah, just, but when you're not yeah. when, you, when you say I'm not saying nothing, I mean, you're saying, you're saying a whole everything. lot, right? <laughs> you saying yeah. a whole lot. I don't know when it comes down to I would definitely tell my homeboy would I tell my homegirl probably not and I think that kind of makes me a bad friend to my homegirl I can see that it, it, <laughs> might. Yeah, it depends how you look on it but for, for me it's all about self preservation it's like I don't want no parts of that because now my name is in, in something that yeah, yeah. is really sticky and I don't want no part in something like that because once your name get into something like that it's hard to get out because you're going to forever be attached to that, no matter what the outcome of that is. Even if they make up again, mm. once I come to the crib for Friendsgiving, like, they'll never look at me the same. Like, immediately you lose your barbershop name. Use the one trying to break our shit up. <laughs> like, yeah. all I, all they I don't do say it, but, but you it, feel it. it. You feel yeah, it. Your, your neon light that Jesus and Mira put over people will forever say, <laughs> you know, you snitched or you said you're the one, you're the eyewitness at the coffee shop who saw them hanging out. So yeah. and, and to be honest, for if a if ma- particularly married people or people in long term relationships, like for the most part, they're pretty loyal and they don't have any intentions of having sex with other people or even having like a some kind of significant romantic relationship with another person. However, sometimes you miss smelling different perfume, and you'll see you'll see, <laughs> at least for men, at least for men, you just. Just one second of of some kind of companionship, and you know, 
that could be a slippery slope. So I was going to say, it's better not that, to get into that kind of thing. That leads to wanting to smell some other thing. Yeah. And it's not just men, but it's not just men, women too, but it's, it's, I just don't have the perspective of a woman, mm-hmm. but sometimes a man, some men go as far as to say, I just want to get literally physically intimate with somebody. But sometimes you just like, I do a little flirt with a cashier just to be like, you know, all right, I got that out for today. Yeah, exactly. No, no, not necessarily anything nefarious, but you know, he had to get it out of his system, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I guess we're bad friends to our female to our female friends. Nah, you're a bad friend. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a dude that hates drama. Because now, you know, I'm married, and then I, I snitch on my friend, whether the, the you know, man or woman, and then my name's into it. Now it gets back to my wife, and you know, I did the right thing, but just the tone in which people say my name, it sounds like I did something wrong. So then my wife is like, yeah, what you doing looking at other bitches while I lay with? What are you doing over there? You just looking. You were supposed to be over there buying, you know, Prego sauce. I told you I was making stuffed shells and all this crazy stuff. Why you getting in drama? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want no parts of that. I hear you, brother. I can't, I can't disagree with that, man. Um, shit, ain't no... Uh... Ain't no good segue to this, but <laughs> and I guess asshole moment of the week, man. George Zimmerman, it's <laughs> fucking uh, of was he uh, the the in my well, opinion unlawful, unlawful shooting of yeah Tra- Tra- Trayvon Martin, but he was mm-hmm. acquitted of it. Um, is suing the family of Trayvon Martin four hundred million dollars um, because he believes that they used false evidence. Um, in the in in his uh not his lawsuit but his case against him um he's hired the civil le- lawsuit exactly in the civil mm-hmm. lawsuit he's also um I guess there's a documentary coming out called the uh, Trayvon hoax that accuses the Martin family of engineering false testimony um they were gonna release have a screening for the movie in uh Coral Gables um at the Coral Gables Art Cinema but they've canceled that due to all the uh, details surrounding the event. Um, also because of this lawsuit. Um, Wait, time out. So you said that this movie is called The Hoax of Trayvon Martin, meaning that some kind of, I guess the producers feel as if the shooting was a hoax. Basically, they're on the Zimmerman side. Yeah, they're on the Zimmerman side, but how can it be a hoax? He definitely, he's admitted to doing it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what do you, it's like, they're they're trying to say like they hired, uh, they used false testimony. So one one of the claims I heard was that Trayvon Martin was on the phone with his girlfriend and they had the half sister testified at pretending to be the girlfriend, which it just sounds stupid, bro. It really just sounds like someone just looking for informa- like attention, pretty much. Um, well, I mean, there, there's an appetite for that kind of stuff, though. I mean, um, when you look at right wing media, the kind of stuff that's floating around there, um, it really gets picked up and it picks up steam so much so that the pe- the kind of people the, those same people are voting for politicians so politicians don't want to come straight out and say that sh- that's bullshit mm-hmm. they'll say you well know, you know did Trayvon really got shot or was it did he die of a heart attack <laughs> like something like and where it's, it picks up so much steam and it and it kind of snowballs into well it starts with one crazy group then it goes into this producer making a movie and getting the funding to make it then people watch it and then they now they men- believe it. Now they believe it, and they mention these facts at at town hall meetings. Now the politicians are like, "Well, you have a point." Like you know what I'm saying? So I got you. I got you. So it's it, it is bullshit, but 
we shouldn't underestimate the power of this kind of thing. Like when you look, I don't know if you use your Amazon Prime on your TV, um, the video, like the the, the video streaming or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but I've, I've used it before. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever browsed it, just trying to look for uh, movies, but it doesn't have like the uh, at least mine on on my t- smart TV. It doesn't have the nice algorithm that kind of pushes suggested movies or shit that you're into to you. Like they just lay out movies. Okay. So like I'll see some wild, um, some wild documentary like oh. You, Hillary Clinton's murdering niggas. Like, that's the title of the joint. <laughs> or I, I saw some other joint where just, like, it was a ball of flames behind Barack Obama. Like, it was saying that he did to, like, m- some scandal or something like that behind him. And that, like, there's movies out there that we, we're not even aware of, and there's an entire culture looking at shit like that. No, they're, they're, no you're right, though. You, yeah. you um, and not even to get off subject, but like, what I hear somebody talking about? The Dukes of Hazard. I, I I overheard a phone conversation at work actually, and they were talking about the fucking um Dukes of Hazard, and like, they were talking about the Confederate flag initially, but they brought it to Dukes of Hazard. Like, yo, you can't. They they took the Dukes of Hazard off the air because of the flag, and then they making them take the flag down in in South Carolina, blah blah blah, and everyone's <laughs> and they're like, damn, how you gonna take away the Dukes of Hazard? The, the 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 hardest dude on there was a black guy, you know what I'm saying? But it's like the Dukes of Hazard was a show with the Confederate flag on the top of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it took enough information to steamball and people to show why they were upset about, you know what I mean? Yeah. To now the Dukes of Hazard is kind of um, collateral damage in it, but that's how strong the movement has has moved, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So to what you're saying, we have to definitely uh, confront these things with like with, with this George Zimmerman nonsense because. That can snowball if it's ignored. Um, in his legal suit, he's su- he's seeking hundred million in civil damages, alleging defamation, abuse of civil process, and conspiracy. Um, the case appeared on the online docket of the Polk court system on Wednesday afternoon. It states all defendants have worked in uh, concert to deprive Zimmerman of constitution and other legal rights. It's just I don't know. It's just stupid, bro. It's, yeah, man, it's, you turn this into <laughs> a law class. I'm like, I'm what saying- the hell are you just saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'm taking the LSAT out this bitch. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 been presented to the judge, so it's officially in the court system. I don't know where it'll go, but now the 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 Martin family they have to. I mean, they they have to. Confer- it's in the courts now. They have to show up and, and mm-hmm. confront this thing, which is crazy, bro. Like your your kid gets killed, and now you got to deal with this dude again. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is nuts. But I wish to definitely keep him in my prayers, man, George Zimmerman. Uh, I'm I'm karma is gonna have to catch up with him. So, you know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see where this goes. But definitely, we'll keep you informed. Um, you sent me a, a well, not me, but you, in our group text, you sent like a a post the other day where somebody uh, it was a, a young lady talking about um she caught her husband cheating because of a Fitbit. Yeah, <laughs> she saw the dude heart rate going up in at four a.m. He wasn't home. He was you know all that, in the video. Nah, you, you um, know what that originated from? What? Oh, what well, the conversation originated from? Yeah, yeah. It originated from the Peloton um, campaign. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I did. I seen the commercial too, which is crazy. I seen it before I heard the controversy about it. Um, for everybody out there who hasn't seen it, it's like a a, a woman a year ago was given a Peloton. Um, which, a woman who's in relatively good shape, uh, if I do say so myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but then she starts working out. She goes on a year long journey and. Videotapes are sort of like video, it's like a video blog form, right? Format or like social media posts that she's mm-hmm. trying to do with the commercial. And essentially, um, 
at the end of the year, her and her husband are watching the the footage of themselves, and like it's been a long journey, but I didn't think I'd make it. But I, you know what I mean? And they've caught the illest backlash from that for some odd reason, <laughs> which is crazy. Do you happen to know if Peloton apologized? Hell, no, nah, they have not apologized. As, yeah, as, no as of right now. <laughs> from I mean, what I heard now. It's a fitness company. Well, I mean... What are they supposed to do? Have a fucking Lizzo sitting on the bike and fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they... I don't get it. I, like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, when you when you buy a fucking workout video, they have in-shape women working out on it. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want Anthony Anderson <laughs> doing all my Tybo tape. Like, that's what, <laughs> you want Billy Blanks. At, what do he look like then? But you don't want Billy Blanks now. I haven't seen him recently. He looking rough. <laughs> I don't know if he looks rough, but you don't have whatever he looks like. You don't want him now. That was twenty years ago. Imagine it doesn't care how diesel you are. Like you don't even want Wesley Snipes looks pretty good. I don't want him on no fitness, no fitness shit. Like Passenger Fifty Seven, Wesley. Yes, I would buy that that uh, cassette and work out to it. But now I ain't streaming no Wesley Snipes workout plan. <laughs> But people are upset that this like they feel like the man in the in the commercial who has no lines by the way is a misogynist and he's forcing his wife to lose weight and all this crazy and I'm like where did y'all get this storyline from it's like a fucking thirty second commercial <laughs> like I, I was I, that was a head scratcher bro of where we are at in America <laughs> like the fact that we got to talk about that shit but it was funny that that lady had posted about the Fitbit she called her she called her boyfriend cheating. Cause it's um the app what shows your heart rate on it, mm-hmm. and uh, she seen at four a.m. his heart rate was spiking up. <laughs> said uh, certain times he was unaccounted for, so she yeah, caught him cheating like that. But that's um the Peloton commercial though, like you said, Peloton has not apologized as of yet. Um, I don't believe they should. I don't think they've done anything wrong in a commercial. Um, they're getting a lot of free publicity from it. Uh, you know what I mean? So well, that's the thing. They got free publicity. Like some uh, coworkers were talking about. Some of my coworkers, because one of my coworkers got one of those Peloton things, and I think actually her husband bought it for her. And like two racks, I heard. Over two racks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But she said it's really cool. Like, it's really, mm-hmm. you get live classes and all that shit. And that's okay. pretty dope. Actually, uh, my wife, she signed up for some kind of app or program or whatever, and um, it's called OpenFit. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, you know. They didn't pay for this, but I'll mention it. <laughs> it seems pretty cool, though. They got, like, live classes, and she really enjoys it. Like, they have their um, guided workouts and all that shit. So, and they have different kinds, yoga, bar, all that shit. And it's pretty dope. But, yeah, the, Pel- the Peloton shit, is, the, the amount of backlash is bizarre to me. And shout out to you. Uh, fat shaming Lizzo. You're like, I don't want to see Lizzo working shit out. <laughs> you fat shaming Anthony Anderson. <laughs> like, damn, bro. But it's bro, different a blackish, a blackish fade. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm talking about blackish Anthony. But it's Anthony Anderson, though. He, but you, see, you sexist, bro. Good. Fat shaming is fat shaming for men and women. Anthony <laughs> Anderson not even fat. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I'm talking about Anthony Anderson from Hangtown. I don't want to see him on no... Hangtown. <laughs> 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 Google it, Google it, folks. <laughs> Anthony Anderson from Hangtime. By the way, he was my. You know, it's crazy. He was my favorite character. I hate to go off topic, but he was my favorite character. And back then, as a kid, I'm like, man, it's a shame that he won't ever get a show again. Like he won't. Nah, that that nigga bounced back with me, myself, and Irene. Bro. Remember that yeah, shit? And that was dope. And then uh, the, with the Hercules the twins. Ransom. <laughs> now he had he had one Hercules twin, and the other brother, they had the other brother that was like Diesel. 
And he did that movie. He did that, and he and life. Life is really what put <laughs> put him on another <laughs> level. I don't know how we got into Anthony Anderson rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah, my bad. But yeah, man. The, so the back, just all the way back to the Fitbit shit. It's crazy how people people could get caught in the the connectivity of all the apps and shit. It's it's frightening because yeah. people yeah. do if you all your shit is connected. So I know people who don't even. You know, you could connect your eye, your eye message to your computer and all the shit, and it's yep, really convenient. Yep. <laughs> shit, shit'll just pop right up. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like I said, man. Like sometimes it, that we don't have the privacy that we used to. Like, and I'm not even talking about the to the point of cheating, but like sometimes you just have innocent forays with the opposite sex. Clearly, this well, not it's not even clear. It's not clear. All right, this nigga's out at 4 a.m. Then his heart rate spikes to 165 for, for, for five to 10 minutes. And, you know, whatever. But he could have been running for a bus. I, I don't know. Could've, he could have been, been fighting somebody. It could have been anything. Yeah, I need to know more evidence. Is he black? Because if he's black, it's possible he might have just been hemmed up by the cops for no reason. Yo, bro, <laughs> or, or the, um, when your car with the cell phone with the Bluetooth... Uh-huh. Like, uh, like, like you said, it's not because of cheating. I don't got no girlfriend. I'm not cheating on nobody. I'm not I got nothing to hide for somebody. But like, I left the car the other day. If someone was in my car, and I'm walking with my cell phone in the store, and you know how like you got to be a certain distance for it to disconnect. Yeah. So I'm like trying to make a phone call in the store, and I'm like, why can't I hear nothing? And I'm like, oh shit, that shit's popping up in the car. <laughs> and then what was on the other lines? Hey, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's I can't hear you. Time, ain't it? Uh, is that why you call? No. Okay. <laughs> Whoever's in the car is like, what? Nah, but um, nah, yeah, you're right about the connection. But but real quick before I forget, so the the chick from the Peloton commercial is in uh, you know Ryan Reynolds, right? He got mm-hmm. a um, he got a uh, I think it's a gin company called uh, Aviation, and he got he he casted her, the same girl from the from the commercial, in his commercial. You got to check it out because it's, it's it's like it's you know what's crazy is Peloton got bad smoke and this commercial ain't getting nothing but this commercial seemed more problematic than the Peloton than the Peloton shit <laughs> you know what I mean because like the chick is like staring into space she's like she got two friends around her she sips the gin she's like this is really good gin and they're like yeah you 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 can what they say oh yeah you're you're safe with us now you can enjoy yourself and then Shorty just finishes the, the gin. And then the other friend's like, here, take mine. <laughs> she starts drinking that one. And then I'm like, what the fuck are they trying? Like, and then uh, I guess when Ryan Reynolds posted it on his on his social media, he was like, no exercise bike required. So like, I feel like they're trying to use the the, the backlash off the Peloton shit <laughs> to like to to kind of like, you know, this bitch done escaped her crib and she finally out drinking with her friends. Cause you gotta see it. It's like, it's nuts. Like she's she's drinking a whole like martini in like one gulp, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, but you know Ryan Reynolds, he don't give a fuck. That nigga rich as hell. He Deadpool, so mm-hmm. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. But like, can't like, Deadpool uh, too, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, you gotta check it out though. Definitely, he's he's riding off the backlash from it. And shout to Shorty being, I guess, cool enough to be in both commercials. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh, good, man. She's getting work. She's a working yeah. actress, and she's feeding off of the. She's not letting that backlash make her hide. You know what I mean? She's feeding off of it. So that's smart. Yeah. Um, real quick before we wrap things up, man. Shout out to Kamala Harris. Um, she had ended her presidential campaign due to uh, issues with funding. You said shout out. 
No, no, no. Shout out to her for having a great camp. I, I wish she was still in it. I'm saying that, but shout out to her for definitely a a, a good fight. Well, I sound, I sound like the Trump tweet, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, nah, no, nah, definitely. I don't mean no no uh, sarcasm or smoke with Kamala Harris. I like seeing her in it. I liked I liked her swag when she uh would clap back at people. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. she she took no uh no uh, hesitation to clap back at Donald Trump when he tweeted, uh, "Too bad, we will miss you, Kamala." After she announced that she's uh will be dropping out the race, and uh, her response was, "Don't worry, Mr. President, I will see you at trial," mm-hmm. um, which is awesome uh, in references impeachment stuff. So, but uh, shout out to her, man. That, uh, how did you think she was doing? You thought that she got a little bit more smoke on us, a little bit more time to get make it happen, or you figured it was a wrap? Just to end it, end it now would be the best thing to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, she, she, I mean, I think. She'd agree. She just didn't catch on the way that she thought she would. When yeah. she first started, I mean, also there were a lot less people in there, and like her profile was rising in a, in a very in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know. I don't think I'm smart enough politically, but like she was rising, 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 and she peaked at the the Joe Biden when she said, "I was that girl" to the Joe Biden thing. But then, I remember immediately that. I remember after that. the debate, she released released T-shirts online. <laughs> With saying with a picture of her saying I was that girl, which means that she rehearsed the whole thing, mm. and then she couldn't withstand because then she was she wasn't the front runner because Joe Biden at that point still was, but she was the fastest rising at that at that point. So then she took some incoming fire. Tulsi Gabbard came through, boom, right there, nice little <laughs> to the ribs, <laughs> washed her up real quick, and then like her decline was wild, and then a a, a poll came out. That said, Bloomberg was passing her in the in some in some poll. This is just one poll, so mm-hmm. you know, take it for what 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 that means. But it's that one poll had Bloomberg with more support than than she had. Like this is probably within the last two weeks. And she said it in her uh, concession speech, so to speak. She's like, "I'm I'm not a billionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, these things cost money. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It, uh... And then and then and then I saw um like some headlines and blogs and stuff talking about. Because it seems that there's not going to be any people of color on stage at the next Democratic debate, meaning that no mm. one of color qualified, not Andrew Yang, not Julian Castro, Kamala Harris dropped out. Cory Booker hasn't made the stage yet. Oh, and, um, gotcha. Yeah, so and not Tulsi Gabbard. So they trying to blame Bloomberg. Mm. Whitewashing. Yeah, but that's a tough one to put that on one man. Bloomberg, right? Just showed up. <laughs> yeah, and then put that on 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 on, and it's it's really about how to qualify is really about the people because you have to get a certain amount of donations and you gotta um have a certain amount of people feeling you when they when they mm-hmm. doing the surveys and stuff. But the people aren't putting that, aren't doing that, and it's kind of. And then the Democratic National Committee made the rules, so it's tough to blame Bloomberg and not the Democratic National Committee for making the rules and not the voters for not have putting enough faith in candidates of color. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah. trying to say? Like they, They're trying to blame... Yeah, they're trying to put it on one man. one like, man because you can see him, you could name him. He's rich. He, it's he's easy rich. to make him a bad guy. You know what I mean? He's the newest mm-hmm. one to show up and he's people are dropping out, so why not make him the scapegoat? I get it, 100%, but it's on us. Right, <laughs> more than if we're gonna point the finger at him, we could point it right back at ourselves. So yeah. uh, you're right. Um, and then they, they like, uh, this impeachment thing looks like it's moving forward, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't know. But I, I mean, still not, not 
putting much hope into what's going to come out of it. But it's interesting that they're even taking it this far. Um, so we'll we'll definitely keep you guys informed with uh with that. There's I mean, this could backfire on Democrats, but I think I think what it does is just it reminds people that his behavior is not normal. The way he conducts himself, like you, mm-hmm. there's there's still high standards for if you're in government at a high level, which includes the presidency, but even if like you're a career diplomat at a high level, that there's a, there are certain ways to conduct yourself. And why do you think? I've heard that said a few times. Why do you think it could backfire on um, Democrats? Because then it makes it seem because it's this is politics. So if you're going after somebody who's well liked, people said that it's possible that Kamala Harris coming at Joe Biden's neck on that first, I think the first debate, um, even though it looked real good, like it may have backfired on her. And then in the second debate, Julian Castro went after Joe Biden's age, and he just that backfired on him. So going after somebody who's well liked. Yeah, Joe Biden might be flabby and sick, but he's still the leader right now. People really like him. Okay. So Donald Trump, people really like him. So, or at the very least, they feel as if, you know, maybe he's a little weird, but he people need not be attacking him in such a to the extent of impeachment. So it could backfire in that sense to where it just seems that Democrats are just attacking him because they don't like him. And I think Donald Trump and now the Republicans have a pretty good narrative of, well, they lost in 2016, so now they're just trying to trying to seek revenge get, for that. Get rid of the competition, pretty much. Exactly, mm-hmm. through impeachment. Mm. All right, no, no, because I've heard that said, so I'm glad, thank you for like clearing that up for me, man. Yeah. And uh, what do you think is going to come out of it? Anything or? It's either going to be what I just laid out, that this is going to backfire, like you're just attacking us. It's going to be all political, because he's not going to get removed. That's yeah. the whole point of impeachment. He's not going to get removed once the process is said and done. But the question is, what kind of political hit will one side or the other get? So one side is the Democrats looking like they're going too hard, just trying to trying to jam somebody up. You know, mm-hmm. pretty much it, it it could appear that the Democrats are putting the president through the minority, the the, <laughs> the minority criminal justice system, whereas they just trying to jam somebody up or whatever they could, whatever they could get him right. And it's gonna and and he you know he has to spend whatever resources time politi- time resource political resource um, cash resources to fight this thing, or um, the Democrats could lay out to the country how not normal this thing is. He will not. I don't think he will be convicted unless he literally some kind of crazy joint written in his signature like, hey, can you like I'm loyal to you guys like I'm your guy. But that's I doubt that'll come out. I don't think he's went that far because he has a lot of people representing him, representing him. And um, but if they could lay out the fact that this is not normal, this is so not normal. Like he need not be a president. Then I think they could come out winners here politically, but never, but not procedurally where they're gonna vote him out. Okay, okay. Well, I'll keep that's another episode in the books, brother. We got yeah. uh getting older and older, man. Season three, we is almost wrapping up another year. You know what I mean, going down. So we are gonna keep going strong. Definitely uh gonna have season four on the way. Some new things going on. But Keith, where can they find you at on social media, brother? Instagram, me my underscore thirty five. You can find me DJ Playboy on Instagram at Plickapeezy P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Follow the Perfect Talk podcast at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram as well. Um, we have a website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Um, it's the home of my radio show, The Night Shift, as well as the Perfect Talk Podcast. Uh, 
What else? What else? What else? What else? What y'all going on? Keith, uh, what are you watching on uh, so, uh, streaming nowadays? What are you streaming these days, brother? Well, I just finished season, whatever the latest season of The Crown was. Okay. Crown's a cool show because you don't got to necessarily watch the, the earlier seasons to get the current one. Just started that- Luther. What is the crown? Is that Showtime? On the Showtime That's Netflix. Or? The crown on oh, Netflix. Netflix. Sorry about okay. that. Yeah, it's about the um, current queen of England, but like showing her history, and then each episode's like a different, a different episode in her life. Whether it was meeting an American, one of the American presidents, or um, if it was the joint, like some kind of disaster happening, and her responding to it, all that type of stuff. Is it like a drama or is it a documentary form? Like, or is it? It's a it's a biopic. It's a dramatic biopic. So okay. I'll call it a drama, but it's all, it feels like fiction because at least for an American, we don't know about any of this history. Got you. Okay. And then uh, uh, you Watchmen you watch on Kimmel? HBO. Watchmen. Yeah. I've been. Uh, I've been. You know what? I'm actually just started watching, and I'm, I'm, I got to finish it up. I got one episode left. Uh, Last OG season one. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good show. Well, uh, Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish. Pretty funny show. I like, um, and I, I'm also watching Snowfall. I've been I've, I've been stuck on season one of Snowfall for a minute, but I got to finish that up. But I was gonna say I like that there's so many like authentic black shows out nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like it's not like they took the hood and they made it a comedy. You right. know what I'm saying? Well, I guess well, Last OG kind of made it a comedy, yeah, but yeah. there's serious elements in there. You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 have nothing to do with the comedy of the show. That that remind me of. Where I came from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then or Snowfall is, is not a comedy at all, dealing with some serious elements, but it has that authentic hood feel to it. Um, John Singleton gave his uh, touch on that before he passed away. So it's, it's I, I'm very happy about that. Music-wise, what you listening to, Keith? You know me, man. I listen to old shit. But, yeah. but, this dude, Dame Dollar. Oh, Damien Lillard. You have said you'd listen to, well, he has more than one project or he just has the one? I, I just know the one. Okay. And uh yeah, that dude that dude could spit, man. He got some flows, got some features on there. Be having me dancing, doing the goofy little dances that people do on Instagram nowadays. I don't do that <laughs> shit in public, but you know. I gotta check that. What's the name of that? If you know do you know the name of that album? Not off the top, the of, head top of my head. Google okay. that shit. I'm gonna check it out, Dame Dollar. Um uh, Fat Joe and Dre dropped a new uh LP this week, uh, which is kind of tough. I listened to it yesterday. Um uh, shout out to Fabulous dropping uh Summertime Shootouts three. Uh, Dave East has a project out for a few weeks now that I haven't had a chance to check out, but I'm definitely gonna check that out. New York, um, stand shout out up. to French Montana. Word up, shout out to French Montana too. He um he has a new album out called Montana. He hasn't been able to really push it at the moment because he's dealing with some health issues. But he uh, recently put up an Instagram post of himself doing push-ups, uh, even with tubes and stuff attached to him. You know what I mean? So he um it was crazy. I heard that they were the police were called to his house for like a a false robbery or something like that. Um, and when they got there, they found him. Um, in need of medical attention, um, and he's he's been uh, in the hospital ever since. So they put him on a month of bed rest. So hopefully, after he's done with all this, he'll be able to get back to pushing his album. And, and you know, what I mean, hopefully, he makes some lifestyle changes. And you know, what I mean, definitely uh, is able to get his health back in order because he definitely is a musical talent. Definitely. Um, like you said, New York stand up and uh, shit, man. We up out of here, Keith. Say goodbye to people, dog. Peace. Peace.